Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability, all for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives, since each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. Pep Talk, episode 24. So those that have listened... Um, to a number of these podcasts, listen to my videos, attended workshops, and so on, will know the importance that I put on the power of language that we use. The associations, the strong psychological associations that we have with certain words um, can be very, very powerful. Okay? For example, in one of the workshops I did the other day, you know, we did something, uh, let's say the word spider. I could say the word spider. Some of you are already having a very strong physiological response just to the mere mention of the word spider. Okay, there are no spiders near you, and, and most of the spiders that we have in this country outside of zoos, well, I think there are no spiders outside of zoos, you know, that, that are going to cause you any harm whatsoever. Um, so... You know, it's just an example of perceived fear over real fear, or perceived risk over perceived risk. So, there's, there's one of my favourite quotes. I think it's by a guy called, I want to say, Trevor Brook. It's a bit poor if I can't remember his name. Um, but it's from a book about theatre. And it goes like this. A word does not begin as a word. It is an end product. Stimulated by attitude and behaviour which dictates the need for expression. Okay, it's an end product. So whenever you get somebody who's going, mate, I was only saying, just say him. And you go, well, you're not saying at all. It's an end product stimulated by your attitude and behavior and your need for expression. But continuing on that theme, I want to look at the word, or, or rather the phrase, try. Now, sometimes we, you know, it can be really useful. You go, you know, just try. I'm just going to try. I'm just going to see what happens. I'm just going to try. So in that context, it's really beneficial. But sometimes, okay, sometimes, leave me a little comment, get in touch if you think this is true. Sometimes if we stick try on a to-do list, if we trick, stick try ahead of something, we're kind of making it optional. Yeah? And certainly today, what I want to relate this to is 
any kind of self-care activity, task, you know, uh, if you like. So if we go, yeah, try and meditate today. Yeah, I'm going to try and meditate this weekend. I'm going to try and do some self-care this weekend. We're basically saying it's optional if I can fit it in around all this other stuff that's more important. But surely, taking care of ourselves is the priority because if we don't do that, we can't take care of anybody else. And again, just by taking the small step of changing the narrative, because try, you know, if, you're, if you find yourself being that kind of person, I do it sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll try and get to the gym today. Okay, change the narrative to I'm going to the gym today. And if you want to add on to that, I'm going to the gym today at and put in a specific time. Not, I'm going to try and see if I can fit the gym in, you know, between this and this. It makes it optional. It's like, yeah, well, I see what happens, you know. And invariably, it doesn't happen, does it? But if you change up, like you say, your narrative and you go, okay, I'm going to the gym and I'm going to go to the gym now. And I write it down. And the other important thing as well is... Avoiding putting a question mark on your to-do list. Jim, question mark, you know? Email Steve, question mark. Maybe I can if I can fit it in. You can either do it or you can't. And, and certainly I know this, is sometimes I would do that and it's usually around stuff, around self-care. All right, well, what's self-care got to do with professionalism? Well, if you don't take care of yourself, how on earth are you going to be able to show up at work? your effectiveness is dictated by your level of self-care. How you operate as a person, how you show up, is directly related to how much you take care of yourself, your study, your growth, your development, your fitness, your nutrition. But I will find myself going, Jim, question mark, basically, by sticking a question mark on the end of that thing I want to do or think I want to do or would like to try and do, I'm basically giving myself permission to not bother. How about it was only an option if I could squeeze it in? Why is self-care optional? I'll see if I can fit it in around and after all these other things that are going to take demands off me, that are going to call on me and call for me to, you know, give of my best, yet I'm not looking to top up my battery, fill up my cup, whichever damn analogy you want to use. The point of this is let's stop making self-care optional. Let's stop trying to fit it in and just fit it in. Yeah. Let's just change the narrative up from going to try to, to I have planned to. Yeah. And he's in that, and you go, yeah, I'm planning to do it this weekend. Okay, when this weekend? Well, well, I don't know, some point. We're doing it at some point this weekend or at some point today is not a plan. A plan needs to be specific. What are you going to achieve? When are you going to do it? What does success look like? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to do, planning to do some self-care this weekend. Oh, brilliant. What? When? Well, I don't know. I'll see what I can do when I get there. Yeah, guess what? It's not going to happen, is it? Okay, so it's a simple one, this thing. You know, we talked about need versus prefer. You know, want to, get to, have to. You know, changing up those phrases. 
you know, shifting out, constantly saying I'm stressed, I'm stressed, and changing that round to saying, you know, I, actually I'm challenged. This is just challenging. Small things, small words, small changes to our narrative can have really big effects. And if you don't believe me, try it. The problem is, obviously, we'll, we'll make assumptions that it won't work, we'll assume that it won't work, and therefore we won't bother trying. Yet, true belief comes after we've tried it, once we've got the results and seen the results. But all too often, we won't take action unless we believe it will work. But if we believed it worked, we'd already be doing it. Um, so sometimes we've got to go, okay, let's just test it, let's just try, test. And again, again, I just said try, ooh. Um, but, but in that context, it's, it will get us out from being, it won't work, to, okay, let's just try it. So there, we're changing the narrative from, I don't see the point, it won't work, to then shifting it to, okay, let's try it, let's test it. Does that make sense? So we can, we can constantly look to change the, the narrative that we use, which will then begin to change the, the attitude that we have, the, the place from which that, that word comes from. But the, the beauty of being able to choose the word and the language that we use is that we can create different physiological, psychological and physiological associations that we have. We can feel slightly different about things, or very differently about things, just by changing the language that we use. Yeah. So have a go today. Ooh, have a go. Okay, do it today. Because often I see, and I'm going to go into this again, I'll see some stuff about self-care and trying out new stuff, and, and often the narrative will be, hey, try and do something for yourself today. No. Do something for yourself today. Don't try. Do it. Commit to it. Make it non-negotiable. Why is taking care of yourself optional? It should be non-negotiable. Yeah? Now, we can be flexible. You know, if I can't do stuff in the morning because I've got, you know, kids to take care of or whatever else happens, there will be time. It can only take, it only has to take 10 minutes to be able to do something for yourself doesn't have to be long and convoluted a bit of study a bit of listening to an informative podcast watching something that's entertaining this morning i watched a few bits of comedy i had to be careful not to get sucked into some sort of facebooky youtube vortex but it's like no i'll watch one thing comedy probably makes me laugh brilliant away i go and then i'll get on with some other stuff do some little bits and bobs having a list of things that i enjoy or that benefit me and looking to see how many of them i can tick off in the day but if you need help with this, if you, if you want to get, you know, some sort of you know, more guidance or clarity on how you can kind of fit this into your day, because often the excuse is I don't have time. Really? I bet I could find time. And if you don't believe me, get in touch and I'll show you. But anyway, today, let's look to change up our narrative and see what effect that has. Small things make a big difference. Catch you later. Speak to you soon. Thanks for your time.